0: Iowa everywhere. We recommend listening to the CW Pod with a glass of Steeple Ridge bourbon. Mm. Grown, distilled, well rested, and bottled in Erling, Iowa. Now from the Channel Seat Studios, this is the CW Pod, fueled by Steeple Ridge. Welcome to this week's pod. I'm fired up for this one. I always like getting my buddy Scott Sipker in here. We're going to talk about what it's like to cheer for tortured NFL franchises today. A lot of sulking going to go on here. Yeah. Scott, it's it's fresh enough where he wore his Buffalo Bills hoodie. I had contemplated wearing a Vikings shirt today, but I, I decided to pass at the end of the day. Why? Well, more because I have other stuff to do and like meetings. And it's just you don't like, want people to judge you. No, they, there's plenty of judging that's already occurred here. Let's be honest. If you had a judgment to make about me, you've made it.
1: You know, that that's really good perspective. Yes. Yeah,
0: like to quote the great American prophet, Eminem, one Marshall Mathers, I am whatever you say I am. And if I wasn't, then why would I say I am?
1: Wow, that's that's really deep. I think I just got lost in that circular argument.
0: We are presented as always by our friends at Steeple Ridge Bourbon. Mm-mm-mm. This is the cask strength. If you're watching on our YouTube feed, the single barrel Iowa everywhere select. Ooh. Scott, I'll be giving you this bottle for coming oh, on today's podcast. That's really kind of. you ever know. had a Steeple Ridge Bourbon? I have not. It's Phenomenal. You'll okay. love it. Well, you really I will love it. it. And it's got the... You may not even want to open it because it's the Iowa Everywhere remember I definitely plot. want to open it. Yeah. Drink the whiskey. Good move. We're going to talk about that um, Vikings, Bills. I also want to talk about how conflicted I am with the Lions because mm. it's like, do I really want them to do it first? That type of a deal. I also just wanted to hit on this to start, and I didn't tell you we were going to talk about this, That's but fine. there was news today that I thought was fascinating. I... People know I'm a sports business geek. Did you see the WWE Netflix news today? I did not. This is breaking news as of this morning. And I'm I'm always telling sports fans, "Get ready." Like the reason that NFL game was on Peacock, they could have gotten more viewers had it been on NBC. They know what they're doing. They're trying to show these digital-only companies, "Look, you can still get huge numbers here." They are absolutely setting this thing up for the next 10 years and today wwe which i understand is not a real sport i get it sports entertainment it is still a sports property in the eyes and
1: it is owned by the same company that owns the ufc so they know what they're doing
0: they got a five billion dollar deal to take monday night raw to netflix five bill five billion if i'm disney right now I am fucking terrified because Netflix. I need to look at like cash on hand, but they're they're nothing compared to if Apple or Amazon or these companies want to. If they want, they can just come in and take the NBA. They wanted to, and and Amazon
1: Prime has already shown that yeah they, I, they want to do. I mean, we are live sports is the only place we're getting actual advertising reaching the audience. From a commercial point of view, like it's really it that and maybe some reality TV shows, but most people are, 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 are taping that and then watching it later sports. There are some people who are doing that, but most of us watch live and we watch through the commercials. Correct.
0: And, and I would also make the point that WWE, because it's not real, right. They often can take risks before. The big sports leagues, and we saw them do that with their network. They were the first network to say we're completely going away from linear television, and they're getting the Saudi money. I mean, yeah, that, that's a, that's a
1: big thing. It's I a, keep telling that about truth. Iowa and Iowa State. Listen, if you guys are out there watching, get Saudi money. Like I don't know <laughs> what you need to do, but sometime Saudi yeah, Arabia find the crown got, prince. Yeah, Saudi Arabia cutter. Uh, that those those places that want to do some sports washing as the the term is being thrown around. They could, college football is wide open. They, nobody's gotten in. Could you Somebody's imagine gonna. the
0: crown prince of Saudi Arabia walking around Melrose Avenue on a Saturday? I can <laughs> actually, no, I, I I'm just He's not drinking I'm, any alcohol. I'll tell you that. Listen guys, I've, I've been on this horse back in my KXNO days. This news today was huge, though. If you understand TV rights, the fact that a property as big as WWE's Monday Night Show is one of the most valuable properties in the entire world because it runs every week and they have a huge fan base that, like, it, in in college football, we think 4 million viewers is like a great number, okay? Like, that's a really great number. That only a few teams can consistently hit on a weekly basis. I mean, WWE hits two, three million every Monday and Friday night. And it doesn't matter what the program is. It doesn't matter who's there because they have that loyal of a fan base. The fact that they are confident in taking this streaming only is just a massive deal as to what's to come. And that also tells me it's like if I'm Netflix, I'm probably not stopping there.
1: No, and it's right now, it used to be that you're really almost solely focused from a network point of view of of casting the widest net so you could get the most people now with the way that our society has been siloed and our entertainment options have been siloed, it's not necessarily about the quantity. It's about the depth and quality of those viewers. Maybe WWE isn't the most popular thing ever, but Those two to three million people who watch every week, watch every week, right? And so that
0: value, that nichiness is what these platforms are looking for. They're sticky and it's a lot like NASCAR. Like a NASCAR viewer is probably more valuable than one NBA viewer because they're going to Uh, You know, if Steeple Ridge bourbon sponsored a car of your they're much more loyal. Yes, they're going to go out and buy it. (laughs) And then if Steeple Ridge bourbon doesn't sponsor that car next year, they're going to stop buying it and (laughs) they're going to buy the new whiskey that's on the car. So I had to I had to talk about that and and I'll probably do something deeper on it at some point. But I, I just think that this is the first mega move we've seen single games. Well, we're gonna put this game on Peacock. We're gonna put these Thursday night games that generally aren't great on Amazon. This is a huge deal. This is a this is an absolute one that if if you're sitting in Bob Iger's office in Disney this morning and you see this, it's a it's one that will get you a little bit amped up because I, I was reading too that their uh, Disney uh, in their latest stock report was saying that you know they're trying to make all these deals with the leagues. Which they're doing with ESPN, right? Where ESPN is doing with the NFL, with I think Red Zone next year, ESPN is going to produce Red Zone. Really? Yes. Which well, is going to still be? Yes, it's, okay. it's going to, but but it's going to like it's be housed show. in an ESPN studio and like they're farming it out to them. Wow. Okay. So ESPN's trying to cut deals with these new uh, with, with these leagues to try and get. D- they want like some ownership. They want to give the NBA some ownership in ESPN, right? So they can get some discounts. They're wanting their budget to be like thirteen million a year. Netflix just spent five billion on professional yeah. wrestling. So, like I, I, again, I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm not saying that ESPN is going to cease to exist. All I'm saying is these rights fees aren't going anywhere but up. We thought we were in a bubble. We were all wrong especially when you look at the subscriptions and they're not going to stop selling advertising. They're still going to do it. And we,
1: one thing I really like them to figure out is how to switch back and forth quickly oh between God, apps. So annoying. Cause you can't do it right now. No. And uh, whoever
0: does that's going to be rich.
1: That's what I'm saying. So listen, whoever you are out there, design that. Why doesn't who do do it? Well, we could, if, if, um, if the big 10, Wanted to list on who do <laughs> we're, we're looking for help in this area. Some people could bid, you could bid, you would bid and,
0: and maybe you could win. It is maddening. And like, we were, I was with a friend on Saturday night you know, we got the NFL game on and we're flipping back and forth. It was the BYU, Texas tech game. Um, so the, both we were watching on YouTube TV, but then there was another big 12 game on ESPN plus and it was we all but abandoned it, you know? Cause it's hard enough to switch within YouTube TV, but then to exit the app, enter the app, just to check the score, exit the app, enter this app. Yeah. It is one of those things that old not, satellite, old cable uh, had
1: figured out with this, yeah. the, the return button or yeah. the repeat, you know, like just go back, you can flip back and
0: forth between one channel instantly. It's funny. Cause now we're like, wouldn't it be nice if, if all the games were in one spot, you know, and you could just click, oh yeah, wait a minute. We had that, and then they gouged us forever, and they... Well, we gouged ourselves. I mean, ultimately, it's because we have an insatiable sports appetite. They, They really, though, like, if you think about it economically, from a media standpoint, it was, like, bizarro world back then because you, let's say your lifetime, okay, being bundled in with ESPN like that, like, it's crazy. Like, you're guaranteed even though espn would command top dollar like okay if let's say espn's getting 13 dollars and you're the outdoor channel and you were getting two but you're part of this basic you're guaranteed that money it doesn't matter if people are watching or not you just hook your wagon up to
1: that (laughs) and then you wait for the money to kind of blow off you grab a couple here and there and now you you produce but a, a terrible lifetime movie that's about that are uh, super cheap. Yeah. You know how they did it. Oh yeah, we have buddies who were in those the, things. The, yes, uh, we, we. One of them played um, the, the uh, Prince. Prince William yeah. and uh, Harry and Meghan. This is true. An yeah, old this acting, was Jordan Whalen. Yeah. yeah,
0: shout out to Jordan, an old acting buddy of ours at Iowa State. Yeah, you can look him up. Played Prince w- William. Wonderful. Now King. Well, one day will be King William. Wonderful. Wonderful work. Okay, uh, so we are in the Channel Seed Studios as well. Thanks to Channel, they gave me this wonderful Stanley mug. Um, I was a holdout. I was a Yeti guy. And then I was reading about how these like middle school girls are being bullied because they don't have Stanley thermoses. Or
1: even the right color. You got to have the right color, the,
0: well, the Stanley. Thanks to my friends at Channel Seat, I can no longer be bullied because I don't have a Stanley mug. I mean, you, we. there's just one less thing we can bully you about. Yeah. There you go. You talk about reinventing yourself like we're with the... Stanley, Screaming. the Stanley oh, yeah. stuff is crazy. My dad worked at uh, Pella Roll Screen for thirty years, right? And yeah. So
1: the old factory worker, he had the Stanley thermos, like yep. that bullet-looking thing. Yep. And uh, that's what I always think of. And they have really been able—it's it's incredible—the the pivot they've been able to make to to go to an entire different demographic.
0: Yeah, and like I was reading yesterday, it was I think the New York Post, like kids across the country being bullied because of this. Could you imagine? Like when we were in Being when we bullied? were twelve. Oh yeah, I get bullied all the time. Can you imagine when we're twelve though? Hey you loser, you don't have the right color of a Stanley thermos. Like it's freaking crazy.
1: I got bullied, no joke. My the way I got bullied when I was twelve was, Oh, are the Bills gonna lose another uh, Super Bowl? Rates And they do. They great you know, segue. four in a row. And I'm not even joking. I'd hide under my
0: my covers at home because I, I didn't wanna go. I'm conflicted with you. So Scott and I both cheer for tortured franchises. Yeah, and so Scott has lived through four Bills Super Bowls losses, all losses. I, as a Vikings fan, have never seen my team in a Super Bowl. Now, granted, they're still a tortured franchise because they've lost four Super Bowls, they're, not in a row. But we're the only two, right? Only that are, two that are out for four. Um, and I, I thought it would be kind of fun today. We had a we have a fun text chain and. I actually on Sunday night felt for you. Thank you. And it started. Remember, I sent that nice message. You did. I was like, I'm very sorry. And then Hassel comes in and just blows the whole thing up. He says the Bears have it worse than the Bills, which is I think ridiculous. I think what he's saying is that in his lifetime, right? So we're all born around '84. So Hassel doesn't really remember the Super Bowl Shuffle. Still,
1: it happened in his lifetime,
0: 1986. Yeah. Right.
1: 19, that's Kurt, a great team.
0: So, like, I, honestly, like, I, I didn't really have much of a rooting interest in the bill. So, I, this was my thought watching the Bills Chiefs. I thought the Bills would win. In fact, I lost them. I lost some money because I had the Bills at two and a half. I have so many friends and family that are Chiefs fans that I. It's hard for me to root against the Chiefs because I don't want them to be upset. That's a bad friend, right? Mm-hmm. That's a bad. But I also there's this conflicted part of me where I feel like the fans of the tortured franchises kind of need to stick together in a weird, so would you, and we're both this way. Now lions are playing and they're a real tortured franchise. I mean, they, they kind of make us look like nothing. I don't,
1: I, I honestly feel like the bills have the, have it worse. Really? Yeah. Do you think the bills are worse than the Vikings? I do. I think Whoa. that, that I, I do. I think it's because of well, the, the way we lose. Are you? The way we
0: lose. Oh, oh, oh challenge me. Okay. Let's go, uh, Gary. Last, Anderson. last
1: year we're playing the Vikings. We're on the one yard line. Oh, All we have to do is hike the, Yes, but it cost us home field advantage, which then cost us in the playoffs. Okay, that's that's no small thing we win that no game small Thing, we win that game and that's, that's that that was utterly and that was a justin jefferson a incredible catch, craziest right. vikings win i have other okay. than the miracle and you guys the miracles, won those yeah and you have that we don't have those we have the miracle
0: yeah but we had the miracle just to miracle. get kicked in the nuts the next week but, where you're not even in the game scott at listen, least you had a game to mu- watch music
1: city miracle happens okay that's our miracle where the other team scores a touchdown by lateraling it on a at the on a kickoff in a kickoff return and then they and then the titans have that incredible victory with a backwards or a forward pass that gets ruled as a backwards pass i i digress they win and then the bills don't go to the super Bowl, or don't go to the playoffs
0: for 17 more years mm-hmm, chris mm-hmm, 17 mm-hmm. yeah well that's where i think the lions like they they've only been in the playoffs twice i know but what
1: heart awful like Heartbreaking, really. meaningful, high-leverage situations have they been in.
0: They they just don't play in high-leverage situations. That's part of the fun, though, and this is where I would challenge you on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Bill's conversation. Because at least like you look at next year, the Bills are going to be good. You have a quarterback. You've got the – like we're in football hell. We don't ever get draft picks. We've got this old quarterback coming off an Achilles injury who's probably going to want more money than he should. Um, you're 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 fucked. Right. Like the Vikings, you you look at this division. Now the Packers feel like they're going to be good. The Lions aren't going anywhere. The Bears are in like the best draft situation that anybody's been in in 10. Yeah. Maybe since Herschel Walker. Oh yeah. Where did that come from? Like at least you're looking at next year. You're like, oh yeah, we're a playoff team at least. And we're going to be in these high end situations. That,
1: no, here's it, the thing. Like, the so Bills like, are in a, in a spot. People think that they're going to get better, but the seller cap is a real thing. Yeah, it uh, is, jo- which is why we love the NFL yes. and why the NFL is so popular. It Con- always gives you a shot. Josh's contract jumps from like $18 million to $40 million cap hit. Next year we, Next year. Oof. We have Vaughn Miller who can't play anymore. Yeah, he's done. Okay. He's we have um, our all-pro linebacker uh, uh, who is Mabellano who got injured at the very beginning of this year with an injury that's going to carry over Trey white, our best cornerback, who is an all pro he's injured again, another torn ACL. So the, the problem is, is that as the team gets older and your quarterback gets paid more and more, it just cuts more and more. And so I, I honestly feel like the bills, uh, are gonna have a real tough time you have to getting to the way. AFC because look, Pat, the, the Chiefs. This isn't a good Chiefs team. No, they that's, still beat us.
0: That's the most frustrating part I think yes. for you because I, when I watch the Chiefs, and that's why I bet pretty heavily on the Bills on Sunday. It's because I, I'm like this sets up perfectly. This is Jordan getting the Pistons at home. You know, thank you. As, that's as what I agent. thought. And, in and, and, and really like. That offense is not good. No, that the Chiefs are running. They just have the
1: greatest player on the world in the world. They had the
0: best player in our generation. I well, uh, Brady obviously, but as far as like physical tools, he's the best quarterback. Brady was a he was a brilliant man. Right pre snap, I mean Peyton Manning was the same way. Watch it forever. Mahomes is a total freak show. But you look at his supporting cast. You've got an aging Travis Kelsey. You've got Reed. Right, right, like they, they have one, you got a seventh round running back rookie. from Rutgers, yeah.
1: right? But like, they're going to get better. I mean, they made some decisions on the offensive line that maybe haven't worked out, but they're going to, they're going to get better. They're going to draft well and they're going to get better. And then also on the AFC, Joe Burrow is going to come back. So, and Justin Herbert's going to get a quarterback yeah. so you and think CJ shroud looks great. I you think, think you that, missed your window. I think we, I think we missed our window with 13 seconds left in the divisional round two years ago when we had the lead we're up three against Kansas City all we have to do is squib kick it knock off a couple seconds stop them from driving the field with what eight or nine seconds left in the game we're not able to do that Patrick Mahomes leads them to a field goal they score a touchdown in the overtime Bills never take the ball I think that was our moment because if the Bills win that game they probably beat Cincinnati the next week then they probably beat the Rams at home or I'm sorry, beat the Rams in the super bowl. The bills were the best team that year, but because of terrible coaching decisions with 13 seconds left, they're out. And I think that was our moment. And now we're, now we're Phillip rivers. We're Phillip rivers in the chargers who we can't get past Brady. We can't get past Manning. And it's a really good, you got a really good quarterback, a hall of fame quarterback, but the timing is just off and you missed your window.
0: Presented here today by our friends at DRF Sportsbook. I started using this app for the first time. Also, can we last have this weekend. be sponsored by a box of Kleenex? Because, well, we have the whiskey. Oh yeah, we do. Okay, this DRF Sportsbook, I got it right here, is awesome. Honestly, like I, I, I've kind of looked into them, and then we've been having conversations with them, and I started using it last week, and I absolutely fell in love with it. You guys should—they have great promos, all that stuff. Go and download their app today. The DR—they're only in the state of Iowa, which is what I like about it. This is the only really? state that they're operating a sports book in, which is cool. They're—they're they're the little guy, and I, I like to, you know, beef them up. Dude. Yeah, and you that's really like I've to been, take their money. That, well, they right? took my money last weekend. <laughs> they got a lot of money. From Rather me. give your money to the small guy than the For, big guy, right? Correct. And uh, it was your damn Buffalo Bills that—that that, that screwed me on that. So how do we view – so we, we're fans of tortured franchises. We need to have the discussion coming up of – well, I don't even want to say it. We'll get there in a minute. Are you rooting – I'm rooting for Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Uh, it's very easy for me to adopt them as my second favorite team mm-hmm. now for obvious reasons. But as a tortured franchise guy to another, like wouldn't it? Would it – would you be happy for Lions fans if they would make it? Or would it be like a, God damn it. Like what, no, how I, are I, they? I there?
1: would feel so happy for Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I feel that's like kind of how I've been feeling you know, with them too. And we, I shouldn't like them. They're in my division, yeah. but, but, the, but they Detroit has had a hard time. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been, it's a rough, rough city ever since, obviously we moved a lot of our, uh, factory jobs o- overseas. Uh, Detroit got hit really hard, and Detroit is what one of the top five most important cultural cities in America. I mean, if you think about all that Detroit has contributed
0: to our society, it's kind of total opposite: San Francisco versus Detroit, from that from a cultural standpoint. You,
1: you're you're right; it, it's very different parts of it's the country: Silicon Valley versus yeah, and uh, Motown. I mean, just the thing and, and automobile culture. I mean, Detroit is a historic city, a very important historic. So is San Francisco, but it's just different. And I, I feel a kinship with Detroit cause it's a Midwest city and they've, it's been so bad there with their football Honestly, team for so long. Well,
0: it's similar to Buffalo. Y-
1: yes. Both are like our teams are our cities that have been just rampaged by jobs moving elsewhere.
0: And yeah. And it, and it's also like if you put a list of like places where you never want to go, especially in the winter, yeah, like those cities both get throw Cleveland in there. Those three kind of get tossed around quite a bit. Like, oh, why the hell would I want to go to Buffalo? You you probably don't. <laughs> I remember every year when the NCAA tournament uh, you know, when the sights come out, I'm like, Oh, Jesus, hopefully I am going to Buffalo. Because or, I, I'll get snowed in about the Lions. I mean, I, I would be well, happy. For I'm them. rooting for Purdy, obviously. But I I was really pulling for Detroit the last two weekends. Just I had these annoying twins who went to high school with me, who were lions fans and they all, they thought Barry Sanders was God. And you know, they, but you can't, you can't lump in a large group of people with two annoying people that, you know, I I was rooting for them because I, I do, I feel like, so I think you and me have a real debate here. I think that the Vikings are a much more tortured franchise than the bills. But I think the Lions have us all beat. No, I yeah, like I, to not even
1: taste it, like to not even have the hope. Listen, I went 17 years without tasting the playoffs. All right, and then we finally get back in, and Deshaun You've Watson your team goes, in the goes crazy. You've
0: watched your team in the big game four times. I am. You've had four Super Bowl Sundays where you woke up with hope, and y- yes, with hope, and then you know what it turns into
1: a nightmare, a nightmare not just for that day, but for the rest of my life. I'm serious, I give keynote addresses all over the Midwest. I will bring up being a Buffalo Bills fan. The crowd will laugh. All I have to say is I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. They will laugh. (laughs) Why is that? It's because the, the pain of those four Super Bowl losses, specifically the Scott Norwood, Uh, loss echoes through the decades and now we just add we go 17 years where we're never on regular TV and I can't afford to have Sunday ticket (laughs) and I finally get to the point in my life where I can afford to have Sunday ticket and the bills are good enough to be on national TV all the time just in case so that I can watch them lose in some heartbreaking fashion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. I, I don't know and can I, I, I want to just frame this. I know that, that I'm being very emotional and this is just sports talk. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I think mm, our audience understands that I have been, when's the last time you were sick about a loss by the Vikings? I
0: mean, I, <sighs> last night, last night, yeah. I, I was having, a I well, that's why I actually kind of felt bad <sighs> about our text chain. Cause. When you're in a hassle text chain, you just again though like I I genuinely, me and Andy sent really heartfelt like you did. Hey, I'm really sorry, Scott. That sucks. And then Hassel's like, "Fuck you, Scott." Yeah, he's like, "The Bears haven't worked." (laughs) No way. Um, I, I mean, the one that really still to this day brings to me is '98 Gary Anderson. Like I I I was fourteen though, so I didn't have great perspective. But I bawled like a baby. Oh, I was God. I was sobbing uncontrollably at that. And and think about we were the best team that year. Oh, yeah, absolutely! That was your moment. The you guys should have dirty bird. Like they weren't even they got killed by the Broncos. That would have been a great Super Bowl, by the way. Elway versus Cunningham, and the you know that Vikings off. Think about that. The Vikings had Robert Smith iconic running back back in the day he was one of the first really like you know could do three different things he could block he could receive he could run one of the fastest running backs in the league jake reed chris carter and randy moss you're throwing to all three of those guys with a hall of famer and randall cunningham you i'm not saying that you guys haven't had that the vikings tony dungy's your defensive coordinator
1: you guys have had awful awful heartbreaks i'm not trying to say that you haven't I'm just saying the the quantity of that heartbreak does not compare
0: to the Bills' quantity of heartbreak. Now, the debate comes back to is you've seen your team play in the Super Bowl four times. I have not. And done. what? And what did they do each we've, of those times? In my three NFC Championship games, okay? One, Gary Anderson. Two, they got beat like 49 to nothing by the Giants. And three, that year where all those Eagles fans, this was the miracle year, where they were harassing Grandma Millie where they were making all those disgusting comments towards Grandma Millie. And we were never even in the game, Scott. We were never in the game. I had purple beer at my house. Purple. We made the wow. beer purple. Never even in the I didn't watch the fourth quarter. You know what I, I was so drunk. I started watching old school. I haven't seen that. I should try to see it. You really haven't. No. It's our generation's Animal House. That's I've seen my Animal f- Animal House is not a good movie. What was that, Aiden? One of my favorite movies of all time. Old That's School? school. I would agree animal house also very, very good. I, actually I've said, I think old school is my favorite comedy of all time.
1: All right. That's fair. You know what my favorite comedy of all time is watching the bills,
0: try and win a playoff game against the chiefs. It's hilarious. So here's the conversation I, I want to take to is another hassle quote. And there is, I think there's something to this, but I, I want to discuss it. Cause I I've said this before, ross and i used to talk about this all the time on cakes and you know that if the vikings would ever win a super bowl i might just hang it up i might just hang it up and be like like the george costanza go out in a high note i'm out yep i'm I, out i've been thinking the same thing chris um
1: because right now what has happened I, i'm a pretty rational guy and i i'm not too emotional but i'm irrationally emotional about the bills and it's because it's growing up and getting made fun of and it just becomes part of your identity and you, you can decide when you're a little kid the, the bills you take it.
0: the bills losing super bowls is part of like the 90s culture absolutely yeah
1: the joke about how many uh, kids in africa are wearing
0: super bowl champion bills shirts did you read closterman's book the 90s no i mean there it's no, don't even tell me no it's like a big chapter in that oh. is the losing like in the sports era the buffalo bills are a huge chapter
1: and and we go to four Super Bowls. Yeah, and, and
0: thirty for thirty.
1: Yeah, four falls of Buffalo. My childhood hero, Jim Kelly. He's he's sad by losing. Like it it's it's gone beyond for me. Just like the, the my feelings about it. Like I want to win a uh, Bills Super Bowl as much as it's a top ten wish item for me. Okay, and I just don't. I, it just it's hard to to continually watch everything fall apart and know that the way i'm feeling as bad as i feel the players feel way worse the coaches feel way worse they're the the bar owners around there feel way worse tyler bass
0: how bad does tyler bass feel right That's now? son of a bitch i hate that yeah well i would i would actually push back sometimes one of the things that i've picked up on over the years in my sports media career is that oftentimes the fans care more and that I don't think that's a, I, I think the trick is you don't want the fans to know that because they want, they want to think that this Tyler Bass, you know, hurts yeah, worse or as much as you, but I, I, I would be curious to know, like, uh, Dalvin cook is a great example, right? <laughs> Has this great career for the Vikings. For like four years and then he just gets exiled. Just hey. kick him to the curb. Might win a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Yeah, I hope he does for his for his sake, whatever. But like a guy like that, or name a random Bills play like AJ Klein's a great example. Iowa State guy. Um Spencer Brown. He's been cut by the Bills how many times? And then he's like he knows it off. I would defense. argue that you care about the Bills considerably more than he does. I don't, <laughs> I I don't I'm not know. saying he wasn't sad yeah, that yeah, he yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying about that franchise. You're way more invested than most of these players are. This, well, I mean, by maybe, the way, I'm not some. talking about college either. Yeah. We're talking about. Per, I can see. I don't Say bad about college kids? No, we're we're talking about. It's a business, for you. It's a lifestyle. It's part of. It's my. It's, it's part, part of, of my identity. It, if you die tomorrow, we're all going to come together and put something bills at your funeral. Right. What a great thought to think about. I'm Just thinking about. Well, and, you're talking about maybe uh, presented it as away. always by Steeple Ridge Bourbon. There you go.
1: Uh, because right now this is how I watch Bill's games and, and it's not fun. I watch Bill's games like this. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I'm in, I'm in the fetal position. I'm like, I, and if the bills ever win a super bowl, what I have told myself I'm going to do is I'm going to stop watching games like this. And I'm going to watch games like this. Because they
0: won. Yeah. Well, then take at that point I let it go. Well, will not be as. I, I don't know, man, but I got to try something else so, because this is awful. Here's how I watch Vikings games. I've lost hope. I know that they're gonna they're gonna win anywhere from seven to eleven games every year, probably. Unless this year riddled by injuries, I give them a pass. Yeah. Okay, but they're not gonna do the big show. The problem when you go you're ten a and eight every away. year ninety one. Nine. No, we're not. What you're are you watching? A
1: good do you quarterback. Even watch football. Listen, you have a good coach.
0: Yes, I like yep. O'Connell. I like okay. him a lot. We're you, in football hell though. You when you when you're picking in the middle rounds every stinking year. You can do it. You can find it. I mean most of the They like, can win with Cousins, they just can't pay him that much. I don't know if you can win with Cousins, but
1: he can g- get if, you the
0: playoffs. If Cousins is making twenty million as opposed to forty forty, you can win with him. Okay. Like listen, sorry. Brock Purdy's not that much better than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is better than Brock Purdy. I would agree. And my why are the 49ers able to do what Because look, at, look at what the they spend on a quarterback yep. because they got an elite line, they got elite playmakers, an elite defense. And
1: you have got to win in that window when you have that
0: rookie quarterback. That's Correct. that's the So the Vikings problem is that they are spending too much on a quarterback who is good. He is a good quarterback. Yep. I don't hate Kirk Cousins. No, he's above average. I think he can win a Super Bowl. Oh, but I don't think that. He's got to have a line. He's got to have a running back. He's got to have receivers, which they do. And he's got to have a defense. And the problem is he's not good enough to overcome making $40 million because it limits the rest of your roster, especially yep. when you're going to have to pay Jefferson whatever you're going to have to pay him right so oh, they're God, in football yeah. hell that's my point
1: they are i don't think they are i i i, I mean that i don't division? think you guys are going to win a super bowl but i don't think the bills are either this is the thi- bet i've made to, right. to hassle right. and he hasn't taken it so is, it, is that i will i'm betting chris hassle 100 dollars that the bears win a super bowl before the bills and every year I take that, yeah. every year that neither team wins we add 100 dollars to the pot all
0: right our lives have kind of been paralleled for a long time Okay. Yes, going back to college. Well, mm-hmm. even going back to high school Hawkeye 10 country, you know, like we're Carol is way better than whatever we, we grew up from. And, and then we go to college together and then we were kind of doing this media thing together. Whatever. We've been in the line for a long time. Do you think when we die, let's say we die at 85. Okay. Do you think either of us will have a, cha- a Super Bowl? No, I don't either. I think we're
1: toast, and and uh, I, I think, think the Bears can. actually have a better chance than the Vikings and oh, yeah. the Bills.
0: Absolutely, they do. No, I think that we're both going to die. The Lions will probably have a Super Bowl, and yeah, we won't because they're going to at some point suck again, and they'll get all these draft picks. They might win the Super Bowl this year. I'm prepared to die beside you without a Super Bowl. I love you, brother. Love you too, man.
1: It's I wish it wasn't true and I'm really rooting for it against, I, can we just for a moment, can we just strip it all away? And can we just talk about how sad we get or angry we get, um, this is a totally irrational, ridiculous conversation, but how do you process a loss like this? Cause I'm, this happens so well, often you to, feel like I me, should have good experience. Your, but
0: I, your loss on Sunday is one of the worst because like, no,
1: hear me I know, I know you're because right. That's like I'm, I'm thinking back
0: to my NFC championship game losses. Okay. So 98 was brutal. That's I think 98 is the worst sports feeling I've ever had in my life. Other than maybe Aaron Kraft, Ohio state sweet 16. I there's think there's no Iowa state moment. That's what I'm so. saying. Yeah, the that was Iowa State. Yeah, right, they would have. I think they could have gotten to the Final Four that year. That was Niang's freshman oh, year. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, that was, was set up for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Niang injury is hard. Your deal on Sunday. Everything was set up for you, perfectly. You guys are playing maybe the best football in the NFL leading into that game. Okay, now the second half against the Steelers I wasn't crazy about, but you had a big lead. The weather was weird. I, I threw mm-hmm. a pass. And you're getting this, I mean, basically Kansas City's on crutches coming into this game. They have one of the worst receiving cores. Are you doing this just to no, we're just talk- insult? Salt inter- no, okay. no, we're. I'm a sports Go analyst. Ahead. Yes, of course. This is the worst Chiefs team of their six AFC championship games in a row. I think we can say I agree they have if they would make the Super Bowl with this receiving core, maybe the worst receiving core since last year. Yeah. When they won. They're they're beat up. Uh, Andy Reid at the tail end. It just feels like this is. This is your time. If you're ever going to do it, this is your time. And you guys Not only did you do it, but you did it in excruciating fashion not in and the and our quarterback played awesome he was great he until awesome. second down on the final drive of the game when the guy's wide open in the end zone or you can just dump it off to steph Diggs and you win the game you win the game scott well, you win the game full, the worst also, case you're going to overtime you
1: know that also but josh was putting the ball think of that Stephon Diggs, like that 70-yard bomb he throws to him and it hits uh, him in the hands. Josh was
0: great. He's... He hits
1: him in the hands. Same thing happened with Trent Shurfield. It's like he he didn't he had no ball skills at all. And it's just it's frustrating because Josh Allen is on the trajectory to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but the path to getting a Super Bowl is only getting harder. Yeah, the more you make, and I I just don't see how we can get over that hump. And psychologically, I feel like. Bills Mafia we're just wounded we're hurt you guys are just crazy man and you can feel it in the stadium when oh, the that Chiefs place start coming back so quiet and then you just get on oh. edges and that affects the players that stuff is real I think the Bills had probably a better chance last night in that second half if they were playing in Kansas City because you you you, you can just feel everybody being like their stomachs cringing and eggshells seem to have falling through the uh, sky like and i did you snowflakes? feel when the
0: in, the fumble through the end zone i felt like that was a sign that it was your time
1: i had already given up on the i was doing a man's weekend i got up i couldn't watch it. I, I thought to go that, do dishes i thought it was a sign i and then i saw that and i was like you okay well do maybe
0: dishes at the man's weekend that's
1: a, we didn't have a dishwasher so and oh. really i was just looking for anything to do i thought that was a sign for you guys i thought that was a crazy thing. Look, we need luck to beat Kansas City as we saw with Kadarius Tony and because the Because they're just the better than season. you. They are. Uh, well, I'd say Patrick Mahomes is just better. He's just he's the best better.
0: player of our generation. Yes. He might go down as the like they could win the Super Bowl this year, well because of him. Because of him. And he's got in my opinion the best offensive coach in NFL history and the best tight end in all, of all time. You think and they Kelsey's got rid the of the best tight end
1: of all time? Yeah. Interesting. I do. I mean, who who, who are we going to pick? Jay I mean, a- Antonio Gates, Gates, Tony um, Gonzalez, uh, Rob Gronkowski. I think that that Travis Kelsey is is smarter than it's all those guys. A, you wondered, football point you wonder, you wonder
0: too, if like if Kelsey plays for the Ravens, right? Like, what just swap out and put another guy? Yeah, with you put Mahomes. Mark Andrews yeah. on.
1: I mean, obviously he's going to do it. The, you know. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid with the like, Chiefs. I just
0: saying, Ooh. like, yes. I would also point out the, the the last we're talking about the quarterback math here, and this is where the Brock Purdy thing gets fascinating. Because at some point they're going to have to. I think it's in two years. Yes, uh, his contract intrigued. comes up, and it's really I can say easy, but to when when your quarterback's making under a million dollars, your cap space is. They are in football heaven. Yes. To have a guy
1: like the that. The Texans right now, the next three years. Yes. With C.J. Stroud. This is their chance. This is their window.
0: What It, it will be fascinating, and, and a lot of football will be played between now and then. And they'll probably make the decision for themselves. But what do you pay? So we're seeing it with the Eagles now. They give Hurts the big contract. Look at them. Falling They're apart.
1: aging contracts. Right. They're just an old team. And the Packers are on the complete opposite end. Yep. Totally very young. Not,
0: they just gave their quarterback an extension that now looks like a a bargain. I think we're just in this fascinating deal, and I've been saying this for a long time that I think unless you have one of those top six or seven guys, that I'm not saying you just like release them or or don't renew their contracts, but there's there's real value if you're a good scout, and I'm a I'm a huge. Proponent of offensive coordinators and systems, right? Like I've said this about Iowa football a million times. I don't think your line's that bad. I think your system's that bad. There's no way all those guys suck that no. much. But if the defense knows exactly what's coming, <laughs> right? There's a reason why Mike Leach's teams always produce the number one passer in the country. There, he doesn't have the best quarterback in the country, but his scheme is so freaking good. And that's why I wonder, like with the Vikings, I think O'Connell's really good. I agree. And he's got really good playmakers. Why would you give Kirk Cousins thirty-five million dollars?
1: I don't. That I, doesn't make any sense. No, to me. No, that's why I you talk about. There's only you know seven guys. And that he's not be one of them. He's not. I feel the same way about Dak Prescott. I that contract is is is, is an albatross around the Cowboys. I, I I just I don't think he has it. And uh, and so yeah, we saw this with the Bills for seventeen years. We had I don't know thirty different quarterbacks. We drafted him, mm-hmm. JP Lossman. Remember JP, I, I Lossman? Remember JP. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to think. Some other guy from Florida State. We drafted number seventeen overall. I he was the guy right after Jameis Winston. EJ, like, Manuel. EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. Yeah. Good pull.
0: Intern. Yeah. I mean,
1: and we had Trent Edwards. I mean, we just. It, you got to have that top Tyrod didn't you have Tyrod We Tyrod Taylor took us to the the uh playoffs. He's actually playoffs. a
0: He's a really respectable backup quarterback. Like, he's give me a great that guy leader in Minnesota. I'll take him. He
1: might still have the job in, in gonna, San Diego. You, they give, stabbed him in the heart give, in the lung with a needle. Give
0: Tyrod 7 million. I'll take him.
1: Let's go. No, you don't want that. Tyrod, I believe I saw this for years. He will look at a guy that's wide open in the middle of the field and just can't pull the trigger. He just he, he he's he's not He's a good backup you want to have in the locker room. That's all you want, Locker Chris. room guy. He's a locker room guy. And remember the crazy story? In, I'm uh, just saying, if uh, I can save
0: $30 million against the cap, my defense is better, my line's better, got a better tight end. Yeah, but you could probably
1: go out and get, um, like, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, go get Baker
0: Mayfield. I would love that. Sign me up right now. He's He's a free agent. I would take Baker Mayfield right now. But what are you going to have to pay Baker? I bet you could probably get him for twenty to twenty five. If I can get him for twenty five, sign me up right now. I'll take it. Because what's he getting? Like seven Ship from off the cousins. See you, buddy. Thank you for all you've done. You're you're a really good guy. I think that uh, you have a lovely family. Uh, you, you know, I I appreciate the fact that you're the man that you are. It was a good run. Go Russell and and play, Wilson's out there. Go and play for Washington for a
1: while. What about Russell Wilson? You want him? No.
0: You Not know. for what I'm going to have to pay him, no. Well,
1: you're, you're going to get him the, for... He, they're going to cut him, and you're going to probably be able to pay him a couple million dollars. Because nobody's going to want him. Two million? He probably won't pay for it. It's probably going
0: to be... Two million, I'd take Russell Wilson. I don't know if you want that in a locker room, man. He seems like a pain in the ass. Oh, I, I thought he was a good guy. guy. Like, what happened Well, Oh, he's him?
1: a nice guy. He's just cheesy. Oh. Like, he's just a, he just... He, well, he lacks cousins, self-awareness.
0: Cousins kind of did that during COVID, and then he kind of got... Called in the forefront, and then he turned into this great leader. Yeah, and then he's got
1: he's blowing through the horn with the yeah, looks, shirt off and the coins. Yeah, the fake. Can we
0: can we just make that horn real so people actually have to I, make noise? I would agree. The fake it horn is, is a little bit. It's a little. Yeah, it's because it's it's really awkward because they're like, do I actually blow into yeah. it? Yeah. Nobody does pregame like the Vikings, and then the game starts. The the, the pregame is great. Um, yeah, they do a good job. Question for you: If you were
1: ranking the four most heartbroken franchises in the NFL. Would it sounds like you go Vikings one? Or you you think the Lions are worse than the Vikings? Well,
0: you go Lions. The Vikings and Bills in my opinion because you've had the taste. And the Lions are you, you've kind of talked me into it's like if you haven't even been there then you don't know what you're missing type situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel so sorry for him because I admire him. I don't know if I would stay engaged if the Vikings were winning four games every year. I don't know if I'm that good of a fan. Now, I wouldn't go and be like, ah, I'm going to be a Ravens fan. Like, I wouldn't do that. I'm a one-team man. Yes, okay, are. Right? But, like, I don't know if I could do what the Lions fans have done. But heartbroken is a tortured and heartbroken... I almost... Think that you may have talked me into the Bills. Thank you. I think the Bills and the Vikings, whatever way you put it, are one A and one B. The only other contenders really are the Lions, the Browns.
1: That's it, right? That's the only. The Browns reason. lost the Bears their franchise. Have, I, I can't even put the Bears in the top. I can't. I don't think no. I can put them in the top five. No, I don't, I don't put the Bears in there. Chris Hassel thinks they're the worst. No.
0: That's the. And, and the Browns are right there because, again, they lose their franchise, goes to Baltimore, and then they win a title.
1: Yeah, like, that, that's, freaking, that's a real
0: hard one. That's brutal. And the Browns are a lot like Detroit where these people don't have a lot more going on. You know, they, they did have the Cavs and LeBron, and they had those runs, which that was really great for those people. But, but mostly that whole run was just chock full of disappointment. I think the Vikings and the
1: Bills are 1A and 1B, however you want to put it definitely. I I think the tiebreaker goes to the Bills having more torture um, for the reasons that I've laid out. Um, but either way, man, why do we do this to ourselves? Well, I Honest, honestly, I, this is, I'm, I, I honestly want to know the answer to this because we're I, sick, Scott. We're rational human beings. This is a sports. I mean, it, it really isn't all that important, but it is one of the most important things to my happiness. Like I've felt Listen, we both, we're mental health guys. We, yeah. we have mental health problems. Yeah, yeah we suck. Got, got the, I got the Lexapro
0: going. Oh, yeah, big Lexapro. <laughs> yeah. How many um, milligrams you got, brother? Just 20. Oh, yeah, 20. You're 20? Yeah. There we go. They got These days, I feel like I need 50, but... Well, that's
1: the thing is like... I, triple that. Let's go. About six, seven weeks ago, it was you know, we're in the beginning of December after in November, whatever, I was feeling really down and I didn't realize I was just really down. Like, I, I felt sad. And I just couldn't get off the Schneid, and then all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, I started feeling so much better. Like confidence was, was it back. The bills? And then I've realized last night when I was laying in bed, I had the same feeling again. And I think it is connected to the it's bills. The bills, yeah. They went on that. They were six and six, had eleven percent chance to make the playoffs. I thought yeah. for sure they were over, yeah. and they were never even going to make the playoffs again.
0: I and then, it. and then I was back, hope.
1: and then, and then, Josh Allen plays a great game. We do exactly what we need to. Couple people can't catch the ball. We have a bunch of injuries, and we miss another kick. Wide, wide right. Yeah,
0: like seriously, at home against a broken Chiefs team. When we Ah. Chiefs have gone to, we got to end this show. It's getting way too depressing.
1: I honestly like what what it's hard. It's just hard. I know again, relative to everything, but it's
0: eleven fifty five. We can drink in five minutes. Okay. It'll be That's... PM. We're we'll gonna open up this bottle of uh steeple ridge bourbon. Okay. i just I'm gonna drop a few tears in there and maybe that'll give me some extra power. Thanks for coming in. I you know, I was a little hesitant to ask you, but I'm like, this could be therapeutic for everybody. You know,
1: I was hoping it was gonna be cathartic. I honestly feel worse right now. Oh. Yeah, honestly, you probably should. Like, I know it, like, it was really a I, meltdown. Please, will you, will you give me? I don't want optimism. I don't want pessimism. But I just want realistically, Chris, from somebody who's not a Bills fan, tell me how you can see the Bills
0: winning a Super Bowl, and, or if you think that uh, they will. I will tell you, it's because you have Josh Allen. You have an elite quarterback. You have a top five quarterback. You have that. That you have that to hang your hat on. The Dolphins had Dan Marino, different era. Quarterbacks didn't mean near as much back then. Chargers had Philip Rivers. Same. I would make the same argument. in In today's world, you you've got to either have one of those guys: Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. He's on the fringe, but he would be in the conversation. Maybe CJ Stroud, maybe Lamar. Yeah, Lamar, and if you don't have one of those guys, then you need a Brock Purdy type where you're not paying him anything. You have one of those guys. Me, I've got a 36 year old Kirk Cousins coming off an Achilles injury, or we're gonna have to get a guy with like the 20th pick in the draft. This is here to do it. Do you, who do you
1: honestly? No, not not for the crowd. If I were to tell you, by the time of 85. One of us has experienced a Super Bowl. Who do you think it? Who do you think it is? It's you. There's no way, man. It's you. (laughs) I've watched Bill's football for too long. I, I hope it, I want it so bad, but. um, It's you. Yeah. How are we going to get past Mahomes? Well, he's got to retire at some point. He's one year older than Josh Allen. (laughs) We're going to get one window of opportunity, one year window. (laughs) This is, and Josh Allen's going to be 40? Mahomes hasn't really had a
0: bad injury yet. No, yet. Well, he Some had that point, kneecap yeah. that slid Some all the way down. Some point he'll get hurt and it'll
1: open your door. And you know what will happen at that point? Josh Allen will probably get hurt
0: that year too. We've had two quarterbacks that I loved in my history with the Vikings, other than Randall Cunningham, uh, Dante, Dante Culpepper. He his knee got shredded so horribly that he could never play again. Okay, one of the worst injuries, like Teddy Bridgewater, in Teddy Bridgewater. And guess what happened to him? He got his knee shredded. He almost, he almost died, died because of a knee injury,
1: Scott. He almost died. Is this where you want to take this conversation? Corey Stringer? No, to teams who have a player who almost dies,
0: and you want to put that? Uh, <laughs> that's what you want what. to do? But that was all fake, right? I was told that that was a hoax. Is that not true? You know, Damar
1: Hamlin is going to win comeback player of the year. And he should because he was (laughs) dead when they brought him back to life. And so you can't bring that over me. The
0: last comment I'm going to make and we're turning this thing off, like how wild is it that we were talking about the Caitlin Clark thing and how it's taken on this life of its own. And it's just exhausting. How crazy is it that DeMar Hamlin became political? Like, can you imagine that like 20 years ago, this guy almost dies on the field and we're like, and a heroic effort to save him yeah and like all these people like it is this great story that this guy's running around and then there's like people actively trying to keep him from winning comeback player of the year it's insane what are we doing it
1: is because people all can get their opinion out with social media there are always we haven't changed we just have access people like me and you who shouldn't be in front of a microphone
0: are. Here we are. This is what we do. We're to blame as much as anybody. Steeple Ridge Bourbon, baby, go up and get yourself a bottle. Cheers, Scott. Go Bills. Skull Vikings. Uh until until next time when we
1: both have been eliminated. This is honestly from now on every year once the Bills and the Vikings have been eliminated, we do one of these deal.
0: <laughs> this is tradition, this you're is just going to watch us age as we go on. Next time we need to do it later in the day and actually drink during the conversation. I'm we if, did that years ago with that George Strait conversation and we were yeah. hammered by the end of it. Sometime, One of the, my favorite pods. I've maybe
1: we can we can with legal yes. uh, Delta 8, Delta 9, Oh, we yeah. could also um, engage in uh, <laughs> in some of that. <laughs> That's more your thing, and this is more mine.
0: Okay, well, let, uh, <laughs> we, we can do both. <laughs> Cross streams. Yeah, Cross the, streams. All right. He's Scott Sipker. Appreciate him coming in today. Tortured franchises, uh, fun CW pot here. Presented as always by our friends at Steeple Ridge on Iowa Everywhere. Iowa Everywhere. <laughs>